Hello, and thank you once again for tuning in to ReptileLivingRoom.com. As always, I'm your host, John F. Taylor, and once again, we are brought to you by Comic Karma, your comic book journey destination. If you haven't had a chance yet, once again, recommend that you give Mike a tumble. He's an awesome, awesome uh, author. Writes a lot of reviews for DCBS or Discount Comic Books uh, Service, Spoilers.com, sorry. And uh, without further ado, uh, today we are on the phone with Mark Willette from Little Rescue up in uh, Toronto, Canada. Mark has been uh, rescuing uh, reptiles for quite some time now, and he talks to us about what it's like to be working with so many reptiles, uh, talks to us about the rescue, what they're all about. Just a really great interview with Mark, uh, talking about what he does, why he does it, etc., etc. So without further ado, here's Mark Willette and littlerescue.net. We are on the phone today with Mark Willette from Little Rescue. It's a reptile rescue in uh, Canada, actually. Uh, so this is one of our international interviews. So, Mark, take us through how you actually got started uh, with Little Rescue. I mean, what made this come about? Uh, well, I had uh, my one uh, turtle. Uh, his name is Apollo. He's 23, or going to be 23 years old uh, this year. And I've had him forever. Um, I've always, you know, you, you go in uh, different uh, classified sites and stuff like that, and you see all the turtles that are there for uh, for either adoption or uh, for, uh, you know, being sold. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it does get heart-wrenching after a while, but it, it, it actually started in, in a funny way. Um, I uh, used to work in uh, smart home installations and, and repair and stuff like that, and uh, there's this one... Uh, one person, one house that I was working at, and uh, I just happened to be talking to the gentleman about turtles. I don't know how the conversation came in, uh, but it did. Um, and he said that his daughter has this turtle up in her room and uh, she's trying to get rid of. So, you know, if I wanted, I could take it. And I, I went up, I took a look, and here's this. It must have been about a four-inch female slider that was living in one of those two-gallon jugs oh, of God. juice. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like really? <laughs> wow. And uh, I went to Reptile Expos. I met a couple of the uh, rescues out there. And uh, the fact that uh, I'm in Toronto, and the closest rescue until I started was in Kitchener, which is about two hours to the west. Wow. There wasn't anything in Toronto. So I, uh, with their help, um, I got started and uh, I haven't looked back. <laughs> wow. And uh, how long ago was that for you? It was, uh, we're coming up on three years. Three years. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, coming up on three years. Um, okay. We've had, uh, let me see here, I actually wrote this down. I'm up to 435 turtles that have been surrendered in, uh, in that length of time, and 27 other reptiles. 400 and how many turtles again? <laughs> 435 to date have been surrendered to us. Wow. Now, yeah. have you been able? You, I would. I mean, this is probably going to sound like a dumb question, but you've obviously been able to adopt some of those out at least. Yes, uh, okay. I don't have the actual numbers right here, but I'm actually right. running at about a sixty to sixty-five percent adoption rate, which is just phenomenal for wow. any kind of rescue, yeah, especially a no, awesome. no-kill rescue like myself. So that's the other thing that uh, a lot of people don't understand um, about a lot of rescues and things of that nature, and that's why we actually wanted to speak with you is because we did understand you know from looking at your website 
which actually is littlerescue.com, uh, or no, dot net. Dot net sorry. Yes, and that's, that's right. uh, L I T T L E R E S Q dot yeah. N E T, which I thought was very clever, by the way. <laughs> it, it's clever and cute because R E S is actually red eared slider. The, exactly. The, uh, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we found that you were a no kill rescue, which a lot of, uh, places in the United States, basically they aren't going to take the time to even put in the effort to rehabilitate the animals. They're just like, you know, we'll take them in. What happens to them after that? You just don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Right. And that just, I don't understand how people do that. That just, (laughs) I mean, we were talking yesterday about um, the 40-year-old turtle that you have. Yeah, and actually my vet uh, just left at uh, 7 o'clock, and mm-hmm. um, uh, as painful as it was for me to be there, um, she is now uh, swimming in the clouds. Oh, um, really? So wow. it, was, it was best for her. That was the first ever out of uh, 400 and some odd turtles. That, right. Um, now, just for, was, uh, just for our listeners' edification, this is a turtle that you rescued how many years ago and kept going back for treatment? No, actually, it wasn't that long. It was, uh, what was it? I think it was in October that she came in. But oh, okay. uh, she came in, she was sick, she's had uh, three different uh, vets take a look at her. Right. And uh, due to her age, her, her uh, health was so bad and her immune system so bad that she just couldn't fight it anymore. Right, right. And yeah. uh, she hasn't been eating for uh, several weeks now. I even tried to offer her uh, pieces of uh, steak, um, like a lean lean steak right. uh, that, that she just used to love, but she just uh, wouldn't, wouldn't take it anymore. So uh, wow. as a group, uh, I spoke to all the members of the rescue. Um, well, like we, we do actually have like several locations across Ontario that are more satellite locations, okay. not, uh, not, not the main location, but... Uh, and uh, we decided that uh, it's probably best for her um, that uh, we uh, we let her go. And uh, okay. she, she was here among her friends, and uh, it was really hard for me. I actually had to leave the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, I can imagine. Man. So. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about your uh, newest adoption that came in as far as radiator sliders. Because I'm still, I mean, I know I read about it, and I keep reading about it, but it's still just... Yes, the, the one that came in that looked like that she was boiled. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how somebody would do that to her. I, she has uh, blisters. She's got scarring uh, across her neck and across her arms. Um, the vet did look at her, and um, he did actually give her uh, a good uh, prognosis, saying that it does look mainly superficial. It looks bad, but right, right. it's superficial. So he believes that she will be able to recover from this. Oh, but, uh, we do have an SBCA officer that we work with directly, um, and uh, I will be mentioning this to him. I think he's on vacation right now, but right. I will be mentioning this to him. Yeah, very definitely. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Now, how do you guys, because um, I know you have a crew of people you also work with. Um, mm-hmm. Now, how do you locate or find reptiles that are in need of help? Do they just get dropped off on your doorstep? or? Well, uh, over the past uh, three years, it's become like the go-to people. Um, people, <laughs> people they try contacting the Toronto Zoo, they contact Animal Control, the Humane Societies, they all refer them to me. Uh, or if people drop off animals to any of these places, uh, they bring them over. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So I get all kinds of uh, reptiles. Uh, it, it's funny. Uh, well, actually, uh, funny. Not really a funny story, but um, one that kind of freaked out my landlord a little bit. Um, <laughs> there was a, uh, a grow-up uh, in Toronto that was uh, busted up by uh, the uh, what, what would be in Canada the SWAT team. Okay. Uh, in Toronto, and uh, so here's a squad car and an animal control vehicle that show up, shows up at my apartment building <laughs> to give me a couple of turtles that they found that they didn't know what to do with. Oh, so, too funny. And, and my landlord and everybody, they know about the, the rescue. They've been up here. They love it. Uh, every time they see turtles come in, they know where they're going. So. Yeah, yeah. Now, how big is the operation now that you have? Um... Well, uh, it, it's funny that... that uh, you're doing the interview uh, to, uh, because of uh, the website that you have. It is actually in an apartment building. It is in my apartment. No kidding. Uh, it is, yes. Um, I have a, a, a large two-bedroom place. One bedroom is dedicated to the reptiles um, and with spillover into what used to be my living room. Right. Yeah, I know that <laughs> feeling about spillover. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, the, I mean... I've got, in the one room, I've got, what do I have, 15 or 16 uh, aquariums ranging from 30 gallons up to 180 gallons that house uh, most of the uh, sliders. And then I have a bunch more in the living room that <laughs> just fit over. And, nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, I have my, my education team of animals, uh, which are the the more rarer breeds. I have, I've got some Reeves turtles. I've got... Uh, uh, Southern painted. That's uh, legal to own here in Canada. Right. Uh, if it's uh, if it's anything other than a Southern, it's it's a native species, and we can't take them in. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we have some pretty strict laws up here for that. So we work with the MNR, which would be like a uh, I guess like a gaming uh, organization. Right, kind of like fishing game is down here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And uh, if anybody ever drops off any native species, it goes to them right away. Okay. Or, because they know me so well, they're like, you know what, just hold on to it. Even though I don't have a license. <laughs> Even though you don't have the licenses, they're like, you know what, we just don't want to deal with it right now. <laughs> well, no, they, they, they've been here. They know the animal's better off with me than at some other places. They're right. like, you know what, keep it, and we'll come get it when we can. Right, exactly. And, so. Man, that is awesome. Now, how did these relationships uh, for you with, like, the, like you mentioned, the SPCA that you work with, um, and the equivalent of the uh, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services down here, how did you develop those relationships, and how would you recommend about people that wanted to get into a type of rescue organization, you know, how would they get involved with those types of organizations? Uh, well, actually, uh, when uh, with the, uh, the M&R person, mm -hmm. which is the gaming person, it was almost by accident. Um, <laughs> was that a, a, a reptile expo up here, and uh, he came up to me, and he saw what I what, what we were doing, and we just so happened to have um, a, a native turtle that we had posted up on the board. Not that it was available for adoption, but we had been trying to contact the SBCA and these people, and sometimes right. it is hard for me to get a hold of them. Okay, and it's like, okay, what are you doing? And, and we explained what we are, what we're doing, you know. And he came by, and he he took the animal, and but he, he came by, and he looked at the place, and he likes what we do. So, and it was just it went from there. That's um, awesome. And as for the SPCA, uh, kind of the same thing. It was an animal cruelty. Um, officer that went into a place and yeah, I mean they were there for other reasons but while they were there they found some turtles that looked like they were underweight so he's like you know what we're taking them 
and they've been watching us for some time, so he just called me and brought the animals over, and then he spent like an hour here, as they all do. Wow. <laughs> That's so, awesome. And, uh, yeah, I like doing that. Um, now, um, because I don't have a car, mainly because I spend so much money and time. Yeah, that's the next question, it. actually. <laughs> How do you pay for all this? A lot of it is out of pocket. Um, I, I'm averaging about five grand a year uh, out of my own pocket uh, doing this. Um, because I don't have a car, a lot of that actually is renting vehicles for the day or for the week, depending on how much traveling I have to do. Um, and as I said, because we do have five or six locations, it, it, it varies by the day. Sometimes somebody drops off, some, you know, we have new people coming up right. kind of thing. Um, I do a lot of traveling where if I have extra tanks or if I have animals that need me to move from one location to another, I uh -huh. do a lot of it. Um, I'm, <laughs> especially in the summertime, I'm traveling across Ontario basically weekly. Um, doing that kind of thing. Unbelievable. Um, so yeah, it is a, a lot of it is out of pockets. Uh, thankfully, utilities are included in the apartment that I'm in, which covers you know water, electricity. Oh my gosh, I couldn't uh, even imagine if it didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, we do get uh, donations, uh, especially people when they drop off turtles. I usually get the aquarium and all the lights and then the food right. and all that stuff. That helps out. And right. I've established relationships with uh, companies like uh, ZooMed, who actually. Um, it's funny, it's not even available in Canada, but the 50-pound bags of turtle food get shipped up from California to me uh, through uh, the uh, Big Al's uh, Aquarium Supply Stores. Big Al's, uh, no kidding. Okay, yeah, so Joel they, and his crew over there, very yeah, cool. Yeah, they're the, they're the guys that they, they, they get me uh, those. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's funny, it, uh, the help that I get uh, from a lot of organizations uh, for... Uh, for what we do because they believe in it, especially ZooMed, where they, they were started by turtle people, really. Right, yeah. So. Wow, that is awesome. Now, <laughs> speaking of donations and things like that, one of the coolest things I like about your website and just your organization altogether is we, as individuals who are into reptiles uh, that are not in a rescue organization, we can actually sponsor different pets or, well, yeah. I shouldn't say pets, different uh, rescuees that are there at your organization. And there's yeah, there a little photo, some, uh... a little bio kind of things going on. So talk to us a little bit about that, about the sponsorship well, opportunities. Uh, we actually have to update the, the website a little bit because uh, Uma is uh, still on the website, but uh, my uh, web uh, uh, web designer is, uh, is off working somewhere today. Right, so. right. The ones that we get in uh, that require a little bit of extra care or uh, do need vet assistance, stuff like that, for whatever reason, uh, mm -hmm. we we would post up there for people who would uh, help them out. Uh, just it's we, we do them in either uh, six month installments or a year, uh, mm -hmm. depending on uh, how much care they would need. Oh, I don't even have the prices um, uh, on uh, in front of me right now, but oh, no, that's fine. Uh, I mean, it, it, it doesn't even have to be a set price. I mean, if somebody is just, you know, offering, a, you know, a couple dollars here and there, it does help out. It right. always does. Um, as well as our education team, people can uh, sponsor them. Um, it's not like we're going to put a de like a Pepsi decal across a turtle or anything right. like that. But, uh, <laughs> um, it's just, <laughs> it just helps us, uh, you know, pay for travel and stuff like that, too. When we do our education shows, when we do our... Uh, we do the reptile expos and stuff like that. You know, we would, um, you know, these animals, uh, you know, people would say, yeah, I sponsor a turtle to help 
educates and, uh, you know, pushes yeah. the cause along. Yeah, that's awesome. I just, and, uh, now you guys have, uh, fly river turtles as well up there? Uh, there are, there are, uh, fly rivers up here, yes. I've okay. yet to have one come through the rescue. I mean, they're, they're going for like five, six hundred dollars online. Right. So, right. yeah. I'll probably never see one of those. Just like I've actually never had a tortoise come through because of the price of them up here. Really? Yeah. Interesting. There, there's some animals I don't think I'll see huh. <laughs> through the yeah. rescue. Uh, now, speaking of animals, uh, do you guys get any uh, ball pythons or royal pythons? I'm not sure what um, what they're called up there in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually both. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, we do, we do get some in uh, sometimes. It's very rare because... Um, I'm known as the turtle guy, right? So I get that uh, those mostly uh, turtles, okay. uh, but we do have other locations. Specifically, my Oshawa location, which is about uh, half an hour to the east of me. Mm -hmm. uh, they they started out as reptiles with a bit of turtle kind of rescuing. So they've got iguanas, they've got black throat monitors, they've got oh, wow. uh, boas, and lots of corn snakes, uh, king snakes. They they they're my whenever I get something large come through I right. because I am in an apartment they're in a townhouse it's a little yeah. easier for them to take them <laughs> yeah when the 18 foot Burmese python comes through that's where they go huh yeah um, I don't think we've had any of those come through yet oh thankfully yet, but, uh, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah because you know there's somebody out there that's going to do it now well, we've had soft shells come through. I think those are the largest turtles. We've had people that try to offer us uh, the full-size snapping turtles, but uh, really? uh, they turn out to be native, and then the MNR comes and gets them right away. Wow. Kind of thing, so. Now, because uh, uh, Ricky from Ricky's uh, Reptile Enclosures wanted us to ask, um, how do you maintain the humidity in your uh, ball python enclosures? Uh, humidity is actually not a problem uh, with uh, the turtle room and the amount of tanks that I have in there. I actually have a dehumidifier in that room that pumps out about two to three gallons a day out of the air. Really? So humidity wow. is not an issue. Wow! <laughs> but I, awesome. I, I do. Um, I do. If, if I have to, um, I, I always. He does have a. Uh, what, is, what are they called? Hydrometers. Right. In his sure If it does get a little low, I will mist him. Okay. Uh, I only have the one. He's actually mine. Uh, he came in as a rescue, but uh, we wanted to expand on our education team a little bit to have not just turtles. Right. So I've got a snake. I've got uh, that um, a ball python. A ball python actually came in from uh, one of the pet stores that I work with, uh, all reptiles. Um, they uh, it came in injured to them, and uh, she uh, Karen at all reptiles. They nursed it back to health. And then uh, the people who brought her in turned around and abandoned it. They stopped returning phone calls and stuff like that. But because the animal does have scarring on its uh, underbelly, she wasn't able to resell it. So she asked me if I was able to take it, and I, and I did. Wow. So it's a very nice uh, snake. It's just a young guy. He's only about a year or so old, she said. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he's very tame. Wow. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah, and I talked with, uh, or not talked uh, specifically, but uh, Karen and I have done the whole social networking thing kind of like you and I have back and forth and all reptiles seems like a great shop I need to get up to Canada and see you guys <laughs> they are they're, they're great um, uh, like uh, they help me out uh, financially well not really financially but they give me like a pretty huge discounts on basically everything I need I'll walk in and they'll set me up with wow. whatever I need out the door kind of thing oh that's awesome so. that was very cool now uh, 
as far as your education team is concerned, talk talk to our listeners a little bit about what the education team does, where they go, um, you know, and that kind of thing, if you wouldn't mind. Well, when we when we go out to, to do shows, we have our display board uh, that was uh, basically donated at cost uh, because of the printing process uh, by uh, uh, by a firm uh, that we work with uh, at Bandum Dis- uh, Displays. I guess I should. Uh, put a little plug in there for oh sure (laughs) please plug anyone you need to (laughs) and um they um they help me out so but it's it's always good to have the physical animals with you it helps draw the crowd and uh that's why we bring our uh, our more unique animals because it does stop people especially at at, uh reptile shows because they're they're so used to oh it's just another uh, slider well no uh we do we have a bunch of different ones uh we have our mascot is actually a 13 inch long seven pound red-eared slider which is abnormally large yeah uh, the slider but um we bring her out on purpose uh for when pet stores lie to people and say oh they only say the size of a quarter or they only go to the size of uh, you know two or three inches well right. no. <laughs> or they stay at the size of the enclosure that you put them in that's always a good one yeah, that's too. what i hear a lot too yeah, yeah. um and uh that, those are the ones that get surrendered after a while unfortunately right uh, and then we have uh, one slider that was ran over by a car uh, three years ago and has survived. Um, it, uh, she's one of our long-term care turtles. She does have an open hole inside of her shell, so she stays with us. Yeah. Um, I have a uh, very special, if you want to call it unique, radiard slider. Uh, she has polydactylism, which means she's got the extra fingers on her hands and everything. Right. She's got quite the grip on her. <laughs> um, I've got uh, my own sawshell turtle. That's a pretty unique little fella. He likes uh, he likes attacking at anything that goes past his aquarium. So he's he's our little guard turtle. Yeah, and they and <laughs> sawshells are amazingly fast turtles when they need to be. Oh yeah. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. I remember working in a uh, independent pet shop one time, and we had just got one in, and I went to go feed the other turtles, and it was physically impossible. I mean, anything I put in there would just go down his throat before I, <laughs> before the other turtles would even have a chance at it. Yeah, one time uh, he scared me. Um, I had a, uh, a frozen smelt that uh, I figured, all right, I'm going to try this, throw it in the tank, and it'll force him to chew on it a little bit so he can at least taste what he's eating. <laughs> well, no, that didn't happen. It he had other plans. And I'm like, and I'm watching him. I watched him for about 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, he's not choking. He's fine. He ate this frozen smelt whole. Unbelievable. I'm just—he's a big boy. He's a—he's a—he's yeah. a, a so. Oh, my oh God. But I was just worried. Oh God, he's gonna choke. What am I gonna do? Right. But no, right. It's fine. No. <laughs> Man, that's unbelievable. Now, um, <clears throat> how would people find your organization other than uh, going to the website, which you know is Little Rescue uh, or Little Res Letter Q dot net? Do you guys do advertisements at all, or? Oh, we do. Uh, we okay. do advertisements on uh, Facebook uh, now and then. Uh, okay. and, but really, a lot of it is word of mouth. We right. don't have to advertise because everybody, you know, if anybody knows uh, any pet store really in town, knows of us. Okay. And will refer people to us. Uh, in fact, I know the Big Al's in Scarborough here has 15 turtles in their pond just waiting to come in here. Oh my God! Uh, that people have dropped off to them. It is sad, really. Um, I actually do have a fairly large waiting list 
um, and I have about 90 turtles here, and I just can't take in anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Now, you were talking about um, your organization is not strictly local. You actually have outlying, almost um, like satellite rescues, kind of. Yeah, how, it's all, how far uh, out do those extend? Is it nationwide or is it international? Or uh, not yet. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. Not yet, but I we're have, working on I it. Have, yeah, I have one in London. I have one in Thorold. One in um, uh, Quinte West or Trenton, okay. uh, which is out east. And uh, I had one up in Bracebridge, which is a nice little town um, about two hours north of here. Uh, she's uh, since closed up uh, due to financial reasons. Right. Reasons. But uh, we actually have one coming up uh, just outside of West Michigan Beach, uh, which is a resort uh, community up there that uh, hopefully will be coming on in the new year. And we have we work with other uh, organizations um, like already established rescues, like the one that I said in, in Oshawa. And there's going to be right. one in Peterborough and, and other places. So, but I do want to get out there nationwide that would be great um, okay. i don't know how often i'd be able to travel to all these locations <laughs> <laughs> exactly now um one of the other major factors that attracted me to uh little rescue was the fact that i mean right almost if i'm not mistaken it's on the front page is there's a surrender form an adoption yep. form and then there was another form, and I can't remember the third form. I apologize. I, I think it was a, either a foster form or something foster like that. Foster form, it's that's a, what it yeah. was. So basically, there's like a whole application process that you have to go through. Oh, yes, and we've to, denied people before uh, for, uh, you know, I, we don't just give turtles or, or any of the animals to just anybody. Um, like, there are some people who would say, you know, I just put it in a bucket and, and leave it with me. I'll get a tank later. Well, no, you have to have an enclosure or wow. uh, a means of getting one first before we release the animals to you. Right. And uh, we have uh, we have a database. I have got quite an extensive database of, uh, you know, where the animals came from and where they're going. So uh, once we become official, I, that, that's the biggest uh, thing is record keeping. So we've started right, right from day one. We've done it. That's and awesome. uh, I have I have files on my uh, on my computer of uh, you know they have their pictures with their adoption and and uh, surrender information all in one folder. Wow. So um, I seem to have this unique ability uh, that I can look at a tank with uh, twenty regular sliders in them and tell them all apart. I don't know how I do it. Um, <laughs> You've got the turtle eye. That's what it is. Yeah, and none of the other rescues uh, that I work with are able to do it. They're just going to, this one's this one. Well, no, I know them all apart, and I don't know how. 400 some odd animals later, I can still do it. Wow. (laughs) So That's incredible. Now, what is the biggest way that our listeners um, could assist Little Rescue? Uh... Wow, that's a good question. Uh, other than, than financial, uh, people you know, like on, people can uh, donate through PayPal and stuff like that. That's right. always the biggest help. But just um, okay. you know, if, if they know anybody who's thinking of getting a turtle but doesn't really know much about turtles, have them contact us. And more often than not, I will help people make the right decision. That especially with with Spartacus or our mascot, I'm like, do you can you really? afford to take care of something this big right kind of you realize how big they get you realize they last 40 50 years you know are, are you ready for that kind of yeah. thing. and if we can actually stop people from getting turtles that we're happy with that too right right all right 
So once again, um, just to just so we can cover everybody that uh, that uh, helps you out and everything like that, we are talking with Mark Willett from uh, Little Resq, and that's .dot net. Uh, you can find him online. Uh, you guys are on Facebook. You guys are on Twitter. You guys are pretty much socially networked everywhere. Um, some and that's one of the things we wanted to do different from other rescues where the animals are just sitting there basically in, in a tank and just sitting there not going anywhere. And we getting wanted, maintained, right. Yeah. Uh, we want to be able to push for adoptions. We want to be able to out, get out there. We're, we're kind of a, we're all a young crew. Okay. Uh, you know, we, 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 we're very social media connected and uh, it has helped us. Oh, I, I can so, imagine. I can imagine. So. Now, have you ever... Um, have you ever had to turn away a rescue, or would you ever turn away a rescue? Uh, generally, what I do is I put people on a waiting list and try to explain to them why I have a waiting list and okay. um, how quickly I can get them in. Um, the only exception is uh, for uh, for like animal control and stuff like that. I tend to not say no, even if I don't have the space, because, again, I am in an apartment, and I have... Right probably like 100 animals here they uh, there are no bylaws thankfully in toronto for turtles so they're and they're oh, happy nice. what i do because i help them oh, so but I, I don't i don't turn them away for that reason um, um i i generally try not to turn anybody away but i um, what i do is uh, lately i've been offering where if they can hold on to the animal for a little bit longer until I do get space and mm-hmm. send me nice pictures of the animal. We'll gladly put the, the picture of the animal on the website. So if somebody wanted to adopt that one oh. before it got to the rescue, they can go through those channels rather than okay. rather than through us. Very kind of cool. Thing. So now, we, we kind of do our own little advertising for other people. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, what steps are taken in the rescue process um, other than... Because you guys, you guys have uh, the individual fill out the form, and then how do you decide where they're placed or, you know, if they need medical attention? I mean, you guys actually just take them to the vet immediately, or? Uh, no, I, okay. uh, I do have a little bit of uh, vet experience myself, and I'm actually uh, going through a distance education course right now for a veterinary assistance course. Not oh, a vet okay. tech course, but an assistance course. Right. And um, I, I'm able... Basically, uh, my vet has uh, uh, helped me out a lot when it comes to, you know, just checking out the signs, right. making sure they're healthy. The good thing about turtles especially is they're, they're the hardiest um, of, of any reptiles, really. I mean, right. they can live in some pretty severe conditions and still survive. So, uh, And I've learned the signs of, you know, respiratory infections and they check on stuff like that. The right. ones that I do deem need medical attention will go in their own tank or into a tank with animals of, that have the same problem and then that's when uh, I'll have uh, you know uh, my house vet uh, right. it's, it's a gentleman that, that uh, comes up from Ottawa or just outside of Ottawa comes down wow. to take a look at the animals and stuff like that so it's uh, very good <laughs> uh, so the animals come in yeah and they stay with us for a minimum of a month Okay. Uh, before they go up for adoption, because animals, again, if, they, if they're sick or if they need any attention, or whatever, it it does take a while for them to heal. Right. Um, you know, they're very long-lived animals. Oh yeah, they are definitely. And this also gives me a chance to tell their uh, their temperament. You know, uh, their personalities come out after about a month, uh, kind of thing. So I can kind of recommend a particular animal to a person. You know, if they want. Uh, you know, if they want a female, that's that's pretty good at being handled. Like I recommend two or three of them, kind of thing to people gotcha. like that. Okay, 
Very cool. Now, uh, just to give you a moment to um, talk about, you know, you mentioned some of the people that have helped out a little bit along the way, um, such as All Reptiles, um, and then a couple of the, uh, the folks that helped you out with the signage. Who else, um, you know, would you like to say thank you to and, you know, give a shout-out to, basically, as far as uh, helping out with the organization that you've done so far? forget anybody yeah. um, <laughs> okay uh, well uh, there's a place down in uh, a place called Hamilton Reptile obviously in Hamilton Ontario uh, okay. they uh, they uh, delivered uh, a large bag of turtle food uh, for free um, at the last Reptile Expo because uh, back in November they actually dropped off I think it was 12 turtles to me that they had at the store so they you know went to repay me wow. they, they knew that uh, there's uh, a place called Reptile Kingdom down at Thorold, Ontario okay. who uh, you know uh, he does drop off a lot of animals to me but he does mm -hmm. help out at my Thorold location a lot and he's awesome. even offered to get equipment for us at cost wow uh, which is which does help us out a lot yeah it really does so <laughs> um, awesome. we are planning an upgrade to the, my facilities here um basically just to up capacity a bit i do have uh, a friend that that uh, builds uh, well he works in in steel and fabrication and stuff like that so he's gonna be making you know those those tube steel stands that you can get for aquariums yeah uh, he's going to be building some of them, but uh, for me, custom-made that you can actually put, I'll be able to put three tanks high rather than just two. Wow. Um, and then I'm going to be getting a bunch of uh, rigid, um, those uh, Laguna ponds. Yeah. Um, so it can, instead of having a bunch of 40-gallon 40 ta 40 tanks, I'll have like six or seven of these 60 to 65, 75-gallon tubs. I'll be able to up the capacity and have more group like uh, I'll be able to put all my males basically into one and, and right. that kind of thing. So um, <laughs> it's, it's a long awesome. process, but it's going to be really cool when it's done. Yeah, very definitely, very definitely. Now, what's the number one thing um, <clears throat> that you would say to anyone that wanted to own a reptile? What would you tell them? You know, what would be the very first thing they should do? Think long term. Um, again, these are long-lived animals. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're going to get, uh, a lot of people ask me for the smaller turtles. Um, I always, uh, yeah, just think long term. Um, you know, they, they last you, they're going to they're gonna be a lifelong pet uh, for you. Um, right. And try, try and get the enclosure for them for their adult size rather than just something intermediate. It'll it save you in the long run. Yes. Uh, that, that's, that's the biggest thing, really. Okay. It, it's just do your research. Right. Do your research. Make sure you get the quality um, quality enclosure and that kind of thing before actually trying to own the reptile. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. Well, once again, uh, we're talking to Mark Willette from uh, Little Resq um, up in Canada, uh, Toronto, Canada, to be specific. Um, check out the website. It's just like it sounds. Little Res Letter Q dot net. Um, there's adoption forms, there's um, submission forms in case, you know, you come across a reptile that you can't, you know, care for anymore for, you know, unforeseen circumstances, what have you. Uh, Mark and his crew are out there to help you out. So, uh, Mark, just in closing, thank you for uh, being on the Reptile Living Room. We really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to definitely speaking with you in the future. All right. I'll, uh, I'll uh, be happy to do that. Awesome. And once again, that was Mark Willette from Little Rescue, that's L-I-T-T-L-E-R-E-S 
the letter Q.net. And we thank Mark, and please do check him out. Uh, get some sponsorships going for him, guys. There's a lot of stuff, you know, a lot of reptiles out there that need help that are uh, medically deficient for whatever reason. They weren't taken care of properly. And Mark and his crew are out there trying to help out these reptiles. So if you have a couple bucks laying around, throw it Mark's way at littlerescue.net. And uh, please do support the reptile rescues uh, that are no-kill shelters and that are educating the public on what to do when you uh, do own a reptile instead of just buying random reptiles and throwing them in an enclosure and hoping for the best. Uh, a lot of people do make that mistake and then later on find out they cannot care for the actual reptile itself. So check out littlerescue.net. And with that, we are closing out this year for 2010, uh, the Reptile Living Room. There's a lot of new stuff going to be happening in 2011, so please, please do tune in. If you're not subscribed yet, you can subscribe through iTunes. Once again, we are Reptile Living Room, and here's wishing you a very happy new year. <music>